Predict, pick, and prevail in your fantasy football leagues with Nick Giacobbe and Nick Cap. From breakouts to busts, superstars to sleepers, these are the guys that will help you achieve fantasy glory. This is the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Welcome everybody to Season 2, Episode 66 of the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. We give you our predictions, our picks, with the hopes that we help you prevail throughout Week 14 and the rest of the 2022 Fantasy Football Season. I'm your host, Nick Giacobbe. Joining me is Nick Cap. Uh, Nick, we are at week 14 and special episode number because we are uh, executing episode 66. True. That's a, uh, that's a good line. I, I love a good, good one. Uh, Solid. I do love a good Star Wars uh, reference. Um, it's week 14. That's kind of scary. I don't love it. it means our football's almost done. Again, don't love it. Uh, but we're going to get through it. It's almost playoff time. We're about a week away. And that's why we're here. We're here to talk about the waiver wire. We're going to talk about a lot of defenses that you may want to add for your fantasy playoffs. Hopefully you guys are already locked in. If not, uh, hopefully this episode and the rest of our episodes this week help you get a W this week and can hopefully uh, let you get into those playoffs. So with that said, if this is your first time listening to us, thank you so much. We do the show on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, and a live show on Sundays. This is our Tuesday show. On Tuesdays, we'll give you the news of the week. Usually there's an update on Monday from the Sunday injuries. Um, so we'll give you the news of the week. We'll talk about the waiver wire. I, I know later on in the season, the waiver wire is kind of thin. And then I'll run, run the, uh, and end the show with stash or trash. Um, talk about players that are owned in over 50% of leagues that you might want to drop off your bench and add somebody from the waiver wire. You can find the show on all audio streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, and anchor. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, please give us a five-star rating and a review. If you're if you want to watch and listen to the show, go to our YouTube channel, Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Uh, there you can subscribe to the channel, like this video if you're watching it, make sure to drop a like on any video that you do end up watching. Keep connecting and interacting with us on social media, Primetime FF Pod on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, then Facebook and YouTube Primetime Fantasy Podcast. All right, like we said, we're gonna start off with uh, injury updates and the news. So um baker mayfield was released by the carolina panthers he basically said i'm not gonna play a backup role and they released him so uh your thoughts about that nick their next matchup was gonna be against uh seattle so it looks like sam Darnold's gonna start um and uh you know san francisco needs a quarterback yeah i mean as soon as the news got released i literally texted nick and i was like all right great baker's gonna be a 49er um very interesting uh as i've said before Baker cannot and has not has a history of supporting top wide receivers. So if he does wind up going to the Niners, I am very scared for DUI. I am very scared for Ayuk. Um, I'm very scared for Kittle. Um, but he was just with Christian McCaffrey, and Christian McCaffrey was playing like a top three running back for fantasy football with Baker Mayfield at the helm. So um, a little worried for the fantasy production for the receivers, the tight end, but um, CMC for me will still be good to go. Had a monster game this past week. Um, and I, I expect him to maintain that. Uh, Shanahan said something today about how he's always been a fan of Baker. He didn't, he didn't commit to saying Baker will be our quarterback, but, um, it, it does sound like the 49ers would make a move at him. Um, and I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I don't, I assume they wouldn't be able to get him fully implemented in the offense for week one, but maybe they're thinking he'd be good for a playoff push. You know, with that said, it would be the best team that Baker's ever played on and the best coach he's ever had. I'm just the best offense he's ever had. Like, I know he didn't make stars in Cleveland, but I also don't think he was the problem with Cleveland. Uh, so Carolina obviously was a bad fit, but, you know, it would be the would be the best fit for Baker. Can you imagine Baker Mayfield hoisting up the Lombardi trophy? 
Unfortunately, that was the first sight I had in my mind, and I love the 49ers. This might make me turn. Ugh. Ugh. I hate the 49ers. All you right. Might, you might turn too for the better for Baker. What do you, you mean? Love the big show. Yeah, but I can never ever root for the 49ers. I don't care what players on that team. I can, I can never yeah. root for them. All right. The next guy, Cortland Sutton, is day to day with a hamstring injury, which really means he won't be playing for the next two to three weeks. Probably. Uh, that's how hamstring injuries go. So uh, there's that. I don't know if you want to comment on that at all, but that's that's my quick takeaway. No, yeah, um, my, my simple takeaway is Sun belongs on the bench for the rest of the season. Um, even if he is out on the field, hamstring will always linger and affect your play on the field. So yep. it's nothing you just deal with. Jalen Waddle with the leg injury says he's good to go. Uh, Tua suffered a late game injury, didn't get the ball after the injury, but would have been good to return. So Tua's fine with the ankle injury. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is expected to return after the bye. I believe they're on bye uh, for week 14. So this week, um, but Christian Watson's assumed wide receiver one role over there. So means honestly nothing to me um Hannah Hurst is doubtful with a calf injury to play next week I don't know who they have next week do you know top of your head is it Buffalo um it's, it's Cleveland they have Cleveland okay yep so there you go uh Zach Taylor said Mixon likely clears concussion protocol early this week and will return to practice so Mixon looking to be good to go but again Samaje Piran should have a role in this offense after he was very productive for the last three weeks yeah Lamar Jackson is week to week with a knee injury. That's a, a little tricky to diagnose from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, I think Tyler Huntley is going to be the, the big question mark because it's a mobile quarterback. Like he fits the Lamar Jackson scheme, but Lamar's, you know. I will not play better. Tyler Huntley. Nope. Me neither, but I, I do see a lot of people saying like he does. Again, it's like it's the exact same thing with Justin Fields and Trey Lance, where it's like, I don't need you to be a good quarterback to be a good fantasy quarterback. Like you can, you're put right, up- but there's no pieces around them. Like at all. Tyler Huntley isn't as talented as Justin Fields. I agree. I'm not, I'm well, I mean, there's no pieces around Justin Fields either, but um, I, I, I agree. I would take the bears offense over the Ravens offense right now. <sighs> not with Lamar. No, no, no. You don't have a quarterback, the offense. Sure. It, it, I would take, I would also take the, the Ravens offense without Lamar versus uh uh, the Bears offense without uh, Justin Fields. So, if you, sure, if you take away the starting quarterback, that's that's a fair take. Um, but, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, there's not a lot enough talent around him for him to execute in the passing game. But there's a lot of people saying that Huntley could be a play down the stretch. I, I'm possible. not sure. If Huntley was in San Francisco where Baker's going to go, then I'd, I'd say yes. But not not when your number one receiver is Devin Duvernay. Yeah, fair. Um, Deontay Foreman expects to play this week against the Shithawks, who have a terrible defense. They're terrible against just about everything. Cam Akers just had 19 fantasy points against them. Probably for the first time this season, he's had over 15 fantasy points. So there you go. Gonna be, uh, gonna be, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how we're doing our all boom, all bust teams this week, but uh, he'll be on the boom team. That's for sure. Speaking of Seattle, Kenneth Walker, I, I've seen conflicting reports, reports. I think he had a foot strain, um, and Pete Carroll has described that as odd and an injury he's never really seen before, which is interesting. Um, you could potentially play this week. So uh, just got to wait and see on uh, on that one. Moving on to the waiver wire. Um, it's thin. It's week 14. It's very thin. So it's going to be very defense heavy. Um, but we still have some guys you might want to stash on your bench and pick up right before, um, you know, right before the playoffs. So if you're without Lamar Jackson, if you were counting on Lamar Jackson and you're without him, uh, we have some quarterbacks for you. And um, I want to make this note to everybody out there. I am 13-0 in a league. My quarterback is Jalen Hurts. I went and picked up a backup quarterback like two weeks ago. 
I can't tell you who the backup quarterback is off the top of my head, but I'm going to go look right now. Um, my backup quarterback in that league is uh, Mike White. So uh, my, my point being, no matter who your quarterback is, go pick up a backup before the playoffs if there's a viable option. Uh, because, you know, just in case we have a Lamar Jackson situation with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Fields, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, et cetera. Stuff, guys, yeah. Um, you should have a backup in mind. So here's here here are two that I have here. Um, Mike White only owned a 13.8 percent of leagues, had 19 fantasy points uh, on Sunday without a throwing touchdown, a passing touchdown, I should say. Uh, Jared Goff owned in 29.6 percent of leagues. Uh, then we have uh, Zonovan Knight, uh, 30 only owned in 39.3 percent of ESPN leagues. Um, yeah, I think he had 18 fantasy points. And lastly, I have here, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, James Cook owned in only 25% of leagues uh, with Buffalo Bills. He out-snapped and, yeah, he out-snapped, I'm sorry, he out-carried Singletary and almost split snaps with him last week. Um, and then Greg Dulcich at 38% if you do need a tight end streamer. Um, so with that said, who are your, uh, you know, who, who do you like from this list, if anybody? Um, I still like Mike White. Um, we don't know what's going to happen tonight. Um, but Mike White, as of right now, is a top seven quarterback on the week. Last week, he finished uh, higher than top. He was in the top seven, but he was on the upper echelon of that. Um, so in back-to-back starts, Mike White's finished top seven. Uh, offense has looked really good. He's had, uh, in the last two games, he's thrown, I want to say, an average of 40 passing attempts per game. Next week's against Buffalo, so I don't know if you should trust him there but I do think he'll play fine. And then his playoff stretch is the easiest among all quarterbacks. So I do think Mike White needs to be on all rosters, um, especially if you are going to have a deep playoff run. Like Nick said, I don't care if you have Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. God forbid they miss a week like Lamar most likely will. You need someone you can plug and play. So uh, grab Mike White because there is no quarterback that's – I know it's only two games, but even last season when he played, there's no quarterback that's shown enough consistency – um, at, at the position to, to roster outside of Mike White that's in this under 50 Are you not worried in the slightest bit about them getting creamed by Buffalo and then they go no. back to Zach Wilson for the easy stretch? No. I don't think Zach Wilson's coming back. So you think even if they lose by 50, Mike White's the starter? The He's inactive. They've made him inactive for the, this game as well. They, they, they don't even want him in the – like pretty much don't want him on the locker room. Like right. they're doing everything to distance themselves from him. I think Mike White's clearly going to be the starter the rest of the way, unless if like he starts the game with three interceptions, then Flacco's coming in. Now, here's another situation for you. Thinking as a fantasy manager here, he goes to Buffalo, right? Has a really crappy game, really crappy. Do you still start him against Detroit in your first round of your fantasy playoffs, or do, like like are you worried at all? If I told you a top seven quarterback over a two week span played a bad game against one of the top defenses in the league and then had the Detroit Lions, if I told you Trevor Lawrence, I, 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 if I told you Trevor Lawrence had uh, had two top ten games against the against two division opponents and then he went up against the Titans, played a bad game, and he had the Detroit Lions, you would trust Trevor Lawrence. Take the name out of it. The, just look at the production. I don't think it's the name. I think it's the fact he hasn't started enough games, but I don't know. I, I see your point, but I don't know. I just think it's really tough in your fantasy playoffs to kind of do that. Um, Jared Goff's the other name I have here, and Jared Goff has a good matchup this week against Minnesota. So I, I think if you're without Lamar Jackson and you need to make the playoffs, I think you have to go grab Jared Goff over Mike White, um, more favorable matchup. Um, but then you're not playing golf week 15. They have the Jets, uh, so that's pretty tough. Um, but you can play golf against Carolina and Chicago if you make it past that first week. Um, I think golf has a really favorable uh, 
you know, four weeks besides, uh, besides that Jack game. So there you go. And, and the other thing is, Goff, I mean, I don't know what the score of that game is going to be, but Goff might get some garbage time points against the Jets. Um, not a knock on the Jets' defense, but if the Jets do, you know, if Mike White is the real deal and he goes out there and slings the ball around and they're up, you know, 15, 20 points going into the, you know, in the third quarter, like, Golf may just let it loose and, you know, garbage time can really come up. I, I would, I, I will bust Jared Golf that week for sure. But, you know, if, if you're in a deep 16 man league and Jared Golf's your only starting quarterback in the Jets, um, it's, there's, there's a chance. I'm just saying. Do you, do you know the Lions are one point favorite against the Vikings right now? Their defense has played better in the last few weeks. They, they, I mean, they, 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 they kind of helped. Pretty they, good. They're they, heating they, up. They kind of held Josh Allen in check. Yeah. I mean, they didn't look bad against Josh Allen. They, um, I mean, they, 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 they were they, what they lose that game by three or something like that. Like they didn't play yeah, they bad. Were competitive. Um, they, they lost that game by they, they did lose that game by three. They dropped forty on Jacksonville. They beat the Giants, who are I don't believe in the Giants, but they beat them by you know thirteen points. They barely beat the Bears. They beat the Packers. That's a huge win. I don't even remember that Packers game. I, I, I remember nothing about they that. They got Packers obliterated. Game. Wasn't it like fifteen nine or something low like that? Yeah. I don't remember anything about that Packers game. <laughs> I remember, I remember, we, that I remember game. us booming the Packers offense. And Probably. Of, I think Christian Watson was the only one that played well. I, well. I don't know how I don't remember. Anything I think people were playing Randall Cobb and yeah. 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 yeah that was All right. Cool. Anyway. Um, so. I, I, I mean, I guess it's tough to do a, a top five waiver wire, but I mean like, like how, how much do you value Zonovan Knight? James Cook and Greg Dulcich, the only, the only skill position players that I have here. Yeah, I mean, I think James Cook out of everyone on the list, like, could be the most startable. Um, Over Zonovan Knight. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, what's it called? Uh, Michael Carter is going to come back at some point, and even if Zonovan Knight is productive, like, I do think it's Michael Carter's role. Um, I think he solidified it enough. Zonovan Knight's had back-to-back solid games. I think he averaged 15 over the last two. Um which is pretty good, but Michael Carter has been their guy last year. He was their guy this year. Brees Hall took over, got hurt, and they went right back to Michael Carter. So, um, yeah, I, I like Zonovan Knight as long as Carter's not playing, but if Carter comes back in two weeks, I'm not trusting Zonovan Knight in my lineup. Okay. All right, on to fantasy defenses. Uh, this is the time to grab your defenses for the playoffs. So I have four de- – I'm going to run this segment like this. So yeah. I have four defenses selected here. Um, that If you could only carry – like one defense of the fantasy playoffs here are four that I think have kind of favorable schedules that are on the waiver, by the way. New Orleans is owned in 49% of ESPN leagues. They have Cleveland, Philly, and Carolina. Don't like the Philly matchup, but the other two are pretty favorable, especially your championship week. Then we have Pittsburgh owned in 45% of leagues, Vegas, Baltimore, and Cleveland. Don't love it. Uh, Derek Carr throws picks, though. Um, he can get sacked a couple times. That's points. Baltimore, we don't know if they're going to have Lamar Jackson. Even if they do, you know, TJ Watt's still a monster. And then Cleveland. Kansas City at 42% has Houston, Seattle, and, and the offense is not the shithawks, just to be clear. That's the defense. Uh, and then Denver, who's going to be out of the playoff picture at that point. They should just bench their $250 million quarterback. Lastly, I have Arizona owned in 9.8% of leagues. Uh, they have Denver, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta. Uh, so I, I'm going to move on before I get Nick's take because I have some other stuff I want to add here. Another strategy you could do is just pick up a defense for every week. But if you're going to do the strategy, you may want to pick up three defenses now or at least two to say two weeks ahead. Week 15 here are the matchups that I kind of like, depending on the game. Minnesota at home versus the Colts. Matt Ryan is dead. He's a skeleton walking out in the football field. 
Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens could be without Lamar Jackson. Uh, Miles Garrett is Miles Garrett. The New Orleans Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons. Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Carolina Panthers. Love that one. And the Kansas City Chiefs against the Houston Texans. Really love that one. So that's week 15. Um, so let me ask you this, Nick. Which, uh, if, you, if you had your pick of those defenses, which one would you rather play in week 15? I know we're two weeks away and everything could change in a week. But right now, if you were picking one up just for week 15, who are you going with? Um, the, there's two I would definitely target. Um, I like playing against Houston. They turn over the ball way too much. They don't get enough yards. They don't put enough points on the board. So that's three things like where I think Kansas City's defense will be safe um, from you know in, yeah. any embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Um, and my number two would be New Orleans versus Atlanta. Atlanta's been kind of competitive on and off this year, but New Orleans is just, in my opinion, way too talented. Um, I would bet on the side of New Orleans playing a better defensive game than Atlanta playing a good offensive game. But yeah. I do think there's a little fear factor that Atlanta it's randomly puts matchup. up that 34 yeah, point game. Division matchup. I, I agree with you, Kansas City. My second choice would be Pittsburgh for week 15. Okay, week six, uh, 16 this is your semifinal round. Um, there's a lot of favorable ones here. Tennessee against Houston. Detroit at Carolina. Baltimore versus Atlanta. The Rams versus Denver. And I don't know if Aaron Donald's going to play in that one, but if he is, uh, that's five sacks right there. Um, and then Denver against the Rams. Uh, so which which one or two would you like to target for week 16? Um, well, there's there's three. So Tennessee, um, again, against Houston, I gave you all the reasons that their offense is like great for your defensive matchup. Um, and then either defense from the Rams-Denver game, doesn't matter which side of the ball it is. Um, it looks like Stafford's going to be out for the year. Um, so Denver's defense, who's been shutting everybody down, um, but doesn't get enough recognition because of the offensive side of the ball will yep. be a good play. Um, and then the Rams defense hasn't been fantastic, but Denver has the worst offense in football. Um, statistically, it's so also Russell Wilson, Wilson's arch nemesis. Like he doesn't play well against the Rams. He never has mm-hmm. and never will. Um, so there you go. I agree with you on those, by the way, uh, week 17. Um, this is a bit thin Kansas city against Denver. Um, then we'll probably be out of it by then at that point. Uh, the Cardinals at the Falcons and Jacksonville versus Houston. There's only three here. So if you could only pick one, I mean, are, are you rolling with Kansas City? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty simple. Yeah. All right. So um, I, we've now given you matchups. We've given you, you know, defenses, et cetera. This is my final strategy. I call this the Houston strategy. You pick up Kansas City. Tennessee and Jacksonville and you run against Houston for three straight weeks. I do like the Kansas city, Tennessee connection. Cause you could get Kansas city at Houston, Tennessee versus Houston. And then you could take KC versus Denver in the championship yeah. week. So you only have to use the two roster spots. So I do think that's a very yeah. good one. Yep. I totally agree with that. Russ is acting up by the way, oh, he's, not he's just the quarterback. Oh, the he, he's been, he's been bad tonight. He's been very bad. If you're watching the video portion of the show, I've had to mute my mic a couple times to yell at him and to make him go the other way. He's way too, uh, food. Do you want to right show now. Russ to the cam? I, I feel like everybody gets to hear Russ. Come on, Russ. Come, here. Come on, Russ. Let's ride to the, to the podcast. Uh, this is the doggy who is not behaving right now. Misbehaving. Right. <laughs> misbehaving look at those floppy ears oh yeah misbehaving misbehaving can you do me a favor and behave please no more food goodbye (laughs) welcome to the podcast russ come on bud get out of the kitchen 
<laughs> Love watching Nick yell at Russ. Yeah, if you watch the YouTube show, that's one portion you get. You can see me mute my mic and then turn and just scream because you don't want to hear that in your ears. Okay, moving on to stash or trash. Can talk about some players that you may want to drop for some of these defenses or other players, etc. So first off, uh, Kareem Hunt, eighty percent. Yeah, I mean, I think you've stuck with him long enough. There's been no Chubb injury. He's purely been a handcuff. Hasn't been trustable um in those non like you know he hasn't been trustable any week so far so um I, i'd rather roster one of the defenses for the playoff run than yeah. bet on an injury i just dropped alexander madison last week to pick up the jets defense uh in my undefeated weeks i'm just like he's, he's just sitting on my bench at that point like yeah. there's no value i mean there'll be value if, if cook goes down obviously same thing with kareem hunt and uh nick chubb but at that point like you're just holding the backup at this point. Like, if you're yeah. going to hold Nick Chubb, why would not hold uh, DeAndre Hilliard on, on Tennessee? It's the same situation, really. I know yep. Hunt's more talented, but still. Uh, Hayden Hurst at 80%. I would drop him with, with the injury at the moment. Yeah, I think I'd rather roster Dulcich now. Yep. Raheem Mostert at 80%. I, I'm willing to hold on to him because uh, I don't think this is 100% Jeff Wilson's backfield. I think that's fair. I do like the idea of rostering him, but if I could get James Cook, I think I'd rather own him. Okay. Cordell Patterson at 88%. I will keep him. Uh, Atlanta gonna... can put up a 30 bomb any week in your playoffs. And and you know what, Nick? If you say if you say to drop him, I will guarantee Cordell Patterson knocks you out of a week. You oh, know it's yeah. Excellent point. Keep Cordell Patterson on your rosters. Yes. Uh, like Damian that. Harris at 60%. This is a, another handcuff situation. I'm okay with letting him go. Yeah, same exact thing. I, I would actually rather own Zonovan Knight and, and play him the one or two weeks that you might have him. George Pickens at 70%. If it's Dynasty or a Keeper League, no. But um, I don't know. The receiver position has been pretty deep. Like I feel like you have someone on your roster you could play over him, but... I would say how many weeks are you going to play him? If you're not going to play him in your fantasy playoffs, then drop him. What's uh, Pittsburgh's playoff run? Vegas, Baltimore, I know they have Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, I think that's it, yeah. I mean, um, those are favorable matchups, at least definitely Vegas is. Yeah, so let, let's roster him. Let's keep him on the team. Um, Zay Jones at 56%. I'm okay with letting him go because I think he has some outlier games. I think he's almost like a poor man's Tyler Lockett from last yep, year. 100%. Totally agree. But he's going to win somebody a fantasy championship. Yes. Yep. Totally agree. <laughs> Kadarius Tony at fifty percent. Yeah, he's got to go. I will agree with that. Alrighty, that was our waiver wire show for week fourteen, and it's episode sixty-six of the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. If you enjoyed it and you're listening on an audio streaming platform like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and a review. If you're watching slash listening on YouTube, drop a like on this video, hit that subscribe button, share the YouTube link with your friends, with your leagues, um, help grow the primetime fantasy podcast. Keep connected with us on social media, primetime FF pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, then Facebook and YouTube primetime fantasy podcast. Thanks for listening to this, listening to this show. Uh, we'll talk to you guys on Thursday for Thursday night football. Get you ready for week 14. Hopefully you do well on your waiver wires. <laughs>